Welcome to episode 22 of the Accepted Authority podcast, where we help solve a common growth challenge. I'm Andy Marmont, and with me as always is Greg Roweth. G'day, Greg. G'day, Andy. Good to be here. Fantastic to have you. Now, today we're going to talk about how to market ourselves in this new digital economy. And specifically, we want to talk about entering the pipeline. When we think about marketing our consulting firm, quite often we think about it's just, it's about getting sales. And yes, look, that's we all need sales to grow, right? But this is more around thinking more strategically about the fact that not everyone's ready to buy. And there are different steps in that journey to get to that buying stage. So we're going to talk about what are the steps to help your client enter the pipeline and then how do we uh, strategically set a plan in a system to be able to sort of move them along or at least understand where they're at in that sort of cycle. So we might start initially, Greg, talk us, talk us about what we mean by entering the pipeline. Why is it important when we're thinking about how we're marketing ourselves? Yeah, well, great question, Andy. I think it's really important that we understand this concept of you know, building a pipeline for our, our sales because um, it's very easy to think um, that we need new clients, we need new sales. So our marketing intent then is, you know, how do we get new sales? How do we get new clients? And, uh, you know, that's like a big leap from, you know, nowhere to client in, in one step. So the marketing we tend to do, and, you know, probably most of all on our websites is, you know, selling our services, um, you know, trying extolling all the virtues of, you know, what we have to offer as a firm and um, trying to get our clients to understand that, yeah, they need to, to buy our service or make an inquiry, you know, and I think the first step I, I see on a lot of mm. consultants' websites is, you know, give us a call, you know, free consultation. First step is sort of jump right to that level mm. of talk to us. And yes. so... Realizing that that's you know, a huge leap for a lot of people, and uh, understanding the reluctance of people to get on a call where they perceive that they're going to be sold something, and you know, everyone understands that a free consultation is basically a sales call. So um, there's a real barrier to entry when that's our intention in our marketing to get someone on a sales call. So understanding you know the pipeline concept is really again understanding the buyer's journey and that you know the buyer needs to go through a number of steps before they are willing to buy um, so bringing our marketing back to understanding the, the stages in our pipeline and helping people enter that pipeline with an easy step uh, what's the uh, an easy way to get into that pipeline um, so for a lot of people, that's giving away a, a white paper or um, you know, looking at a video on YouTube or, uh, or LinkedIn um, and providing a, a next step to, you know, how can they get more information? Um, that's an easy step to take. But you know, for us um, as the consulting firm um, and having a, a marketing process, getting someone's details or their email address, their name on our database 
gives us permission and you know, they imply that permission by signing up for that to continue to market to them. So I think that enter the, entering the pipeline is, now what's that first step that we can offer someone something of value where they're willing to give us some details um, so that you know, we're then able to follow up on that uh, initial step and provide more value and more information to them until they're ready to buy and ready to you know, have that sales call. Fantastic. And that's a great point, Greg. I think the starting point is really uh, we don't want to go straight to the sale, but it's it's a lot of people now, and we know through Gartner Research, is that B2B buyers are more increasingly more reliant on using online to research and actually qualify and look at options before they even get to a salesperson. I think mm. one, of the, uh, one of the really interesting stats that I found is that with millennial buyers, uh, with millennial people um, who are really going to be the, the buyers of the next sort of 10, 20 years, most likely, they have a real reluctance or at least a real skepticism for salespeople. They just mm. don't want to deal with salespeople. They'd much rather go online and look at the options. So that's why it's critical to be able to have a really strong understanding about entering the pipeline, as you say, Greg, and giving and treating it, treating your customer as if he's not, he or she is not ready to buy right now, but simply provide that platform to be able to share the right sort of information that helps them get to that decision. And, it, you know, a quick story, uh, I spoke to a consulting firm this week and I asked the owner, so how did you find me? And they said, oh, well, I, I did an online search and I mm -hmm. searched for, you know, B2B lead generation firms, for example, and you came up and I was sort of thinking, that's a unique case where that person is is ready. They're in the market. They're thinking, I need this service. But generally mm. speaking, you'll find that as you get to the more higher value uh, consulting services, it's more of a research piece. You know, someone will make the decision, maybe leadership, and they'll say, okay, we need to, you know, we need to look at um, a digital transformation or we need to uh, you know, go through and, and, and have, a, um, have this sort of project. Can you have a look at some options? And there'll be a search process. So I think having the view that when we're marketing, people aren't ready to buy. I mean, some will be, and that's great. But most mm. will be in that sort of research phase. Is that sort of how you see it too? Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, I was actually just looking at a report yesterday where um, the research that the firm had done had uh, identified that 80% of people search online for information before they're ready to buy, before they're willing to approach a salesperson. And conversely, 90% of consulting firms don't really provide anything in the digital marketing space in that you know, lead-up um, process in the, the pipeline area. It's all, you know, here's who we are, what we do, give us a call. Um, so there's a real mismatch in you know, how we're going to market. And I think you know the critical thing and the thinking that we need to have is not how do I sell my services, but how can I understand my clients well enough so they understand the thinking and the you know the changes in beliefs that they need to have on that buyer's journey, so that by the end of that process they choose us as their only logical choice, but then work back to 
what's the first step? You know, what do they need first to jump into that pipeline? Yes, and, and, and Gartner in, in their uh, 2025 sort of future of sales report says that consulting firms need to be the, the sense maker. They need to be the ones mm-hmm. that, that help buyers, um, you know, cut through that overwhelm and, 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 and as you say, end up with that logical toy choice. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's great. So we've established that there's that entry point. Um, talk to us, Greg, through the other steps in that sort of pipeline yeah, well, I think that, you know, we've talked about um, my six E's process before, and that's a real um, mirror of a pipeline, you know, from just depends on the perspective that you're looking at it from. Um, but, you know, that initial enter the conversation phase is, you know, what are we putting out there to the market that is really client-centric? And I think, you know, if we, we make that shift in our thinking from, you know, being about selling our services to understanding what our clients need, then our content initially um, probably fairly short pieces of content because people aren't really looking for, um, you know, that content. They might stumble across it on LinkedIn or YouTube maybe, um, but a short piece of content that sparks their interest or really, you know, our first aim is to get their attention um, so that they say, well, that was interesting. What else has that guy got to say? Or, you know, woman, if uh, depending on who 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 you are. Um, so we then need to provide the next step. You know, what is that next step that they're looking for? You know, which is probably an answer to the problem that they you know that they were searching around for initially and. Uh, that could probably be a longer piece of content, typically an ebook or a white paper, perhaps a short piece of video training or you know, even a webinar. Um, you know, there's you know a couple of options around that. A webinar could be even a third step. Um, so I think you know breaking it down into you know what are your typical ideal clients want and what do they need to be become educated around the best solution for their problem, you know, which is obviously your solution and, um, you know, what steps they need to, you know, to be able to move gently but almost, you know, ideally from your perspective, you know, how can you create a slippery slope so that when they take that first step onto your education and content, you know, that they're just going to slide down seamlessly into your sales process and uh, automatically want to request a, a sales meeting by the time they've uh, consumed those, you know, two or three pieces of content. Yes, and, and, and being able to stretch the gap or have a sort of compelling event that allows them to self-identify as sort of what mm. we're talking about here. And yeah. that can often be along the lines of illustrating through uh, I like models. Well, I think we both love models. How mm. how are you going to identify where you are in the journey? You have a great model. You know, I've got a, a, a triangle that sort of ascertains where people. What you know, the mm. three big problems. I think this is also where it comes down to, from a marketing point of view, being very clear about if you focus on one particular target market, then no. you are going mm. to, from their perspective, mm. become seen as that as that authority, as that person that they think, well, they're the right choice. 
And as we've said over this podcast, the amount of firms and customers that come to both of us and we ask them, well, why did he decide to engage with us? The answer mm-hmm. is inevitably, well, you just specialize in consulting firms or you know professional yeah. services firms. Mm-hmm. And if, if you apply that to your consulting firm, um, you'll just find that you'll get a lot more cut through. And again, the, the it changes your mindset about marketing because it's not like there's this, this huge amount of customer base that you're looking to attract. It's really just getting clear on that one. And you you know you you do that market in the marketing over and over again with the same sort of messages for the same sort of customers, which is really what we're talking about here. Then you're going to get you'll find that the quality. Well, I found that the quality over time will increase because you're cutting out the the, the, the people that aren't really going to be the ones that you want to work with, and therefore marketing becomes easier, and then delivery that's, becomes easier, and then the whole thing sort of changes. So yeah, so absolutely. We, we, Mm. Mm. Yeah, that, I mean, case in point, um, I one of the clients I signed up last week um, had come from, um, well, I signed up to receive a, one of my ebooks and then booked a strategy session, became a client and didn't come from a source that I was aware of, you know, didn't come from networking, didn't come from any of LinkedIn contacts. Um, so I asked him, how did you find yeah. me? And said, um, well, I heard you on a podcast um, where I was a guest and what you said on that podcast described me perfectly, exactly the problems I'm having, the, the struggles that I think about and haven't been able to solve, and you just described that as if you were looking over my shoulder. And so I was intrigued and obviously you've got a solution for that. So I wanted to find out what you did from you know, that understanding of who, who I am. And you know, so that you know, intimacy of talking to one type of client, you know, when they hear that, you know, it's just like, wow, you know, you're talking about me. And then you know, the process just is automatic. And uh, you know, the sale was really I didn't have to sell at all. You know, I just had to tell tell him what the program was, the price, and then you know, he was already you know signing up even before I almost gave the price because you know he knew that I totally understood his situation mm-hmm. and had a solution for him that was perfect for him. That's wonderful. If if you're so, what we're saying there is if you prescribe the problem you're often credited with the solution yeah so mm-hmm. you've done that obviously pretty well uh, that's great so really we've covered off that sort of second uh, stage of the pipeline where there is some interest they want to know some more information we've suggested a few different ways to then go about it say well what if they're like well you know what i am interested uh which is what's happened to me recently look it's the end mm-hmm. of the year i've got there's just something internally we've got to deal with but can we talk in January? So what if what if it's if it's I'm interested, but I'm not really the to sign right now? Is that where we talk about things like how do we nurture them along the journey? Things like email, cadence, communication, and other means. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that absolutely. And you know, definitely that happens at this time of the year. And uh, you know, sometimes during the year as well, there's something that needs to be done or completed before they're ready to start 
so yeah, you don't want to just drop them and leave them and you know call back when they said, "Oh, you said call back now." Um, you know, are you ready yet? <laughs> Where's your authority positioning gone then? So yes. yeah, maintaining that communication and even enhancing um, you know the relationship by providing more value between that time that you know they said they were ready. Um, yeah, it really again I think comes back to a concept that I've been hearing a little bit lately from people I'm reading uh, and you know hearing uh, from is um, treat your client as a client right from the start of the process. So don't treat them like a prospect and you know then they're a client when they pay you some money. Mm-hmm. Start treating them like a client right from the start of the relationship and adding value, um, giving more than what you get. Um, you know, don't be afraid of giving away value. You know, a lot of a lot of us, you know, until we get over it, are afraid that if we give too much value, the client's going to run away and take our information, take our ideas, and and go and do it themselves. So, yeah. um, it's you know really important that we're able to give that value. Um, treat them like a client right from the start and get to the point where you know they just see so much value from us that they can't hold back from becoming a client. I love that. It's like a quid, quid pro pro, you know, like um, that's what a lot of the people in this industry sort of talk about. And as an example of this, uh, I went through a, a sales process with a you know, potential client, but at the end of it, I felt like it wasn't quite the right fit. Um, he just wanted execution. He knew his strategy. Uh, he just needed someone to sort of execute. You know, our program, we uh, we have a foundational piece, which is really crucial to it. So I said, look, without the foundational marketing piece, I, I'm you know I don't feel like uh, it's what you need. You I reckon you need you need this. Here's two options, and I actually called both option op, both potential um, providers and said, hey. Um, this guy, I think he needs your services. This is the situation. And anyway, um, he was so happy that he he said, like, I want to give you a, I'll be a reference for you and uh, I'll give mm. you a, a, a five, you know, I'll give you a Google review. So, wow. and, I was, and I was, and he said, it's it's very uncommon that that would happen. And I think, well, all I've, I've done exactly what you've just said, Greg, and I promise we, we didn't speak before I spoke to him. But I just said, I just said, look, I, you know, pr- consulting to me is is really, you know, professionally helping someone. And I, I think you're right. Like if you treat someone in that same vein, you know, you 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 go above and beyond. You give them value. Um, it's those little things. I mean, in twelve months' time, he might come to me and say, "Hey, I've got three friends that want your help." Or, but it's not what that it's about. It's simply about, as you exactly what you said, having that consulting you know, consultative approach right from the get-go because you never know where where these sort of conversations might lead and you want to continue to build that reputation as a, re- you know, as a, as a strong um, provider and, and, you know, very sort of focused on doing the right thing and adding value. So I think that's a great example. It's a great yep. way to think about it. Mm, absolutely. So I reckon we've covered a really uh, – some, some great points mm-hmm. today in this episode – entering the pipeline, thinking about how we treat our potential clients and, and the way that we market is not to get the sale, but is really to is to understand that they will be at different stages. So we want to be the 
uh, be the source, be the sage, be the provider of the information so that they decide to ultimately choose us. If it's not right now, then down the track. Is there anything that you wanted to add that we might have missed, Greg, about this topic? Um, no, I, I think, I mean, there's, you know, probably endless things we can say about it, but I think in a nutshell we've probably covered the, the essence of it today. So uh, I think that's probably a good place to leave it. Fantastic. Well, uh, uh, that's excellent. I think we'll wrap it up there. Um, Greg, as always, um, where can we find you online? So, yeah, so LinkedIn is a, a great place. Just search Greg Roworth and you'll find me. Um, otherwise, on my website at uh, businessflightpath.com. Awesome. Uh, you can find me at Andy Marmont on LinkedIn and on uh, our website is concurve.com.au. This has been the Accepted Authority Podcast. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you again next time. Bye.